how should you plan for when your home becomes too small or when the next one gets too big? At Sandy Spring Bank, we're here to help create personalized solutions for financing your home loan. Whether it's a new home or refinance, renovation or addition, fixer-upper or new build. Banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your mortgage. Visit sandyspringbank.com mortgage. Mortgage, home equity, and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank, equal housing lender. Explore beyond the stratosphere in Museum of the Bible's compelling exhibition, Scripture and Science, Our Universe, Ourselves, Our Place, in Washington, D.C., open now through January 15th. Featuring artifacts from trailblazers in history like Isaac Newton, Nicholas Copernicus, and hidden figures like Dorothy Vaughn, this exhibit guides you through groundbreaking discoveries and thought-provoking questions. Come and see how Scripture and Science have shaped our world. Get your tickets today at museumofthebible.org. Hello, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here, and it's the kind of Christmas special, basically because it's the one nearest to Christmas. Uh, on the podcast this week, you've got uh, Luke Regan. No. Why no? You, name's not, your name's not Luke Regan. The Oracle. No, not after the Fulham no, away. No, the thing is, though, you, that, away, I'll, I'll make this point again. I got a season right, you got a random FA Cup draw. How hard is that? <laughs> there must be about 368... What's the permutation? 24 to... Mm. I think it's actually thousands, which is, <laughs> which is actually really annoying. But still, yes. Yeah. So Luke Regan's here. Merry Christmas. Luke Thompson's here. The Oracle, mate? Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm going to cut you. I can go, go back to being <laughs> called the Football Manager Beast now. Right. Because okay. I've, I've, I've brought Football Manager 15. It's only good. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's better than 14, if I'm being honest. Got um, Wolf promoted first season. Finished third. It's not hard. Lost out on automatic by seven goals, which is a bit tough to take. Some of us so, just won the league. So yeah, Football Manager Beast is back on, and Merry Christmas. Very good. Rob Fletcher's here. Merry Christmas all. And Richard Hobbs is here as well. Good evening. I was going to do a festive one, but... No. I thought you were looking for something like really interesting to go with what happened in just the two minutes. <laughs> on the podcast this week, we're going to recap the game against Brighton, look to the game against Watford. We're going to play our Christmas game this year, as set you by Richard last week, the Jack Price is right. Oh, oh it is good. Uh, but is first... it any coincidence how well he played on Saturday after that names came up? Well, all will be revealed later on because I think he may have been slightly motivated yeah. by that podcast title. Exactly, yeah. yeah, exactly. But all will be revealed <laughs> later on. Um, the new Steve Morgan's been fined £2,500 uh, by the FA after his rant against Mike Jones against Bournemouth. It's a bit of pocket money, really, isn't it, for... Yeah, how much is he worth? About 120 odd million. I think it's more than that, isn't it? Let me just get Forbes magazine. Yeah, just just so people know, the average amount of interest on a million pounds in a bank is four thousand pounds a day. So yeah, it's it's pocket pocket change. Yeah, stern ticking off by the FA. (laughs) Naughty you, Steve Morgan. Now on the podcast this week, Regan, you might remember I mentioned an email from a listener in Australia. Madura Mark. Good night, Cobber. Well, he emailed back. Woo! Oh, yeah, people email back in this day. Oh, go on then. Right. Is this on the I Think-O-Meter? Yes, it was. He does. <laughs> Carry on with the I Think as well. 
So he talks about how you were basically right where he lives. He lives in a part of Australia in uh, Perth called uh, Medora. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag the Oracle. Or the Geography yeah, it's Genius. About, it's about an hour south of Perth, so Weldon Regan. Which in Australia there. isn't that far. Um, now, remember last week in the podcast we talked about how does he drive, but yet still th- remember how many people said I think. He sits <laughs> in the car, gets home, and listens again in order to do the I think monitor. <laughs> what, so, so, anyway, we got an email last week, Luke Thompson. I'm sure if you listened to the podcast last week, you would have been <laughs> fully established. Just a reminder, everyone, we got an email from a, a listener from Australia last week. From said Perth. Perth. From Perth, sorry. An hour south of Perth, Medora. Um, Basically saying that every time we listen to the podcast, we always say the phrase, I think X, Y, and Z. And that Luke Regan is currently in the lead with the amount of I thinks. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, it was that is amazing. He puts an email to Luke Regan. I haven't, oh. been on the, I haven't been on the podcast for about three months. Oh. So you must, you must say that much that you've it way should, That is yeah, actually it amazing. Pure, it should be done per podcast. You know what? I, was saying, I think it, per pod. I think what, I have a ratio of yeah, like 4.6 I thinks. Get Opa, get Opa, So basically, he uh, listens to it in the car, goes home, listens to it again to do his stats on this is the, You know what? It gets better. This is what he says. He, when he gets boat back, he gets into his garden, just next to his uh, foster's beer fridge. I have no, I got, he's not that's in Australia. Not stereotypical no, he's not in Australia. <laughs> they don't sell Fosters in Australia. Can you let me finish that's borderline racism? <laughs> I have between six or seven wheelie bins set up, depending on how many presenters there are that week. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> with, a, with a basketball hoop and a picture of the podcaster above each. <laughs> <laughs> and then every time... Please I, do we get image right? Then every time I think he said, I shout a name and my lad Sam dunks a koala to the relevant pin. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the podcast, we simply count up how many koalas are in each, if not rocket science, <laughs> but maybe animal cruelty. <laughs> um, so thank you very much. And he does say, yeah, Luke Regan's in the lead uh, with 15, I think. I think that Medora Mark, whatever, is that his name, isn't it? Mandora, Mandora, I think. I probably got the pronunciation completely wrong. Whatever. It, well, this fellow who's in Australia, if you need to provide photographic proof of said layout, mm. otherwise I'm calling. <laughs> I slightly doubt that he's dumping koalas into a. <laughs> it a might be a te- fifteen koalas. It might well. be a teddy bear koala. You don't know. Right. Does that make it any better? Or yeah. It's a teddy bear koala. Teddy bear cruelty. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, leave the bad jokes. Right, it is the kind of Christmas special, so we've got Christmas crackers. Let's pull open these crackers. Do you want me to pull your cracker, Dave? Nah. <laughs> 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 right, last time we did this, we spilled drink all over Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to just move those drinks away. Actually, yeah, but I'll just put this down. Yeah. So you're going to do it like that. Let the viewers, so let Dave, let the viewers know. Right, hang on, hang on. How's this? Yeah, there we go. Hang on. <laughs> One, two, two three. three. There we go. Did we all win? What? That, oh, yeah, yeah we all won. Yeah, what are the chances? Yay. Right, let's put our hats on. I've got, I've got perfectly coiffured hair. Yes, well, it's Christmas, you've got to ruin your hair. I've got a weird jumping frog thing. I've got a jumping frog. I've got what looks like a helicopter. Some kind of spinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm having that. 
Um, and a ooh, jigsaw. Ooh, we've jigsaw, got, we've got, jigsaw. I've only got one present. Right, okay, let's get on to the, uh, the jokes. The jokesy, jokey, jokey no, jokes. Funny, Dad, I think my frog's bigger than yours. <laughs> Richard Hobbs. Oh, God. Why do, these, why do these hats never fit on my massive head? Because you've got a massive head. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same explanation. Yeah. I didn't say that. Anyway, Richard, yeah. joke. Um, where do sick gnomes go? I don't know, Richard. Where do sick gnomes go? To the elf centre. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Three? Three out of ten? I'm going to say that's better than some jokes I've actually told. <laughs> <the stage. laughs> it at least works in, you know, the West Midlands accent. I think that's the only saving yeah, that's grace. Yeah. Coming yeah. from the only man on this panel without a West yeah. Midlands accent. <laughs> Rob? What do you give a man who has everything? I don't know, Rob. What do you give a man who has everything? Antibiotics. <laughs> little Snigger there from Luke Thompson. <laughs> I quite like that. It's one on Snigger's It's a bit dark humour, like Luke Thompson. What type of room has no windows or doors? I don't know, Luke. What type of room has no windows or doors? A mushroom. mushroom. Yes. Oh, that one. Luke Regan. Good old classic. Yeah. Everyone's granddad has told me this at some point. Why was six Friday seven? Why was Good six seven eight nine? Ooh. Didn't have a line then. Didn't have a line. And finally, what is ET short for? Got little legs. There we go. <laughs> standard jokes, standard jokes. And that is the news this week. <laughs> That's the news. <laughs> yeah. Cracker jokes. Well, Clark Carlisle. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. As someone that's met Clark Carlisle mm. on a, within the remit of supporting Wolves Away, I would love to say that Clark Carlisle is one of the nicest men I've ever met. Regardless of football, he was just an absolutely cracking bloke. Mm. I'm sure we'd all... Send our best wishes on behalf of Fankless too. Hopefully he has a speedy recovery as well. Wolves were unable to get three points last Saturday after being held uh, to one one draw against him and Brighton. Darren Bent opened the scoring for Brighton and it took to the 88th minute before Danny Bart, who we didn't criticise at all last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did think about that just as <laughs> oh, I'm going to criticise him later, don't worry still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Equalised for Wolves, but it would be seen as two drop points. Gentlemen, what was our general opinion of the game on Saturday, Rob? Regan! <laughs> it was one of them weird games, I'm not going to lie. It, as she said, despite was equalising in the 88th minute, by, for, by the first 30 minutes, I thought we absolutely mm. cakewalked the game. Um, got very frustrated with Danny Graham in the first half, and I thought take, the decision to take James Henry off was a remarkably poor one. Some people might disagree. Uh, some people around me did, but I thought that James Henry was one of the main creative outlets in the first half. He pinged in a lot of good crosses. I'd like to see James Henry get more of a consistent... Not, well, I'd like yeah. to have seen James Henry get the 90 minutes if anyone would have probably took Saka off. Well, the first 40 minutes, I thought Brighton were completely dominant and they kind of deserved the goal as well. Yeah. It's one of them, having seen the goals again, the goal again for Brighton, you can't... You can only say that really it was incredibly poor marking. The cross has gone past four people. It came, it could have probably come and collected it, even if it was a little bit far out. But both centre halves at least should have had um, had a cut it out. And I think that I also lost him at the at the back mm-hmm. post. When you've got one man to when you've got one man to mark, what well, so when a four man defender's got there's one no man to mark, there's there. no excuse for losing. I think him at a, there was a point one. about five minutes before that where they didn't have the chat. I don't think the ball came in, but Bent was a marks. 
before that, and it was, you could see it coming. I said this. Like, I said this last week, though. Stevie May ran through the centre yeah. of defence. They, they just I seem to have lacked yeah. any sort of marking ability yeah. for weeks. And generally, I thought Brighton were on top of the game. Yeah, they, they really exposed passed, the middle. Yeah. Passed it really well. They didn't look like a team yeah. that were in the relegation. I think they zone. definitely done their homework. And I, we talked again last week about us playing four centre backs at the back, and you could clearly tell that they were centre backs on the flanks because they just tucked in, and all Brighton did was just keep pinging out wide to. Um, of Spanish for wing back Calderon Calderon mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. he was really good in the first half you say just because he kept bombing on and House was five yards too far inside um, and we really struggled I the... think both the wing backs are very poor on Saturday no I think um, I offer it's the first time I've seen him play and I thought he was fantastic again I still think he did much good in, foot. Very... So, okay, in the sense of going forward yeah. I thought they were very poor. good on his feet oh, yeah. Con- controls the ball very well I thought I offer, um, but I thought Wolves were very exposed in the middle of the park. Couldn't, mm. There was a lot of space for Brighton to get in and around. But then it was the second half where Wolves went back to four-two-three-one, the natural formation. Dicko and Price came on, and it all started to seem to click for Wolves. But let's talk about Jack Price. Oh, he could have been. He, he was brilliant. Yeah. He drove with the ball. He turned and ran, and if that he threw fo- ball to Dicko, he finds space. Oh. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was nearly as sexy as his beard. Mm. <laughs> he just, he, he gets the ball, he turns, he runs. And the thing is, that creates space for McDonald when you've got that dynamic threat. We also sort of benefit having some pace up front. Out and out pace. Van Lepara, mm. I think people think he's quick. I don't think he's as quick as we think he is. But Dicko is lightning. I think he's, Van Lepara's quick in a straight line, isn't he? You can knock the ball down to a channel and he's got 30 yards to run in behind. He's quick. Mm. He's probably not the quickest over six yards like Dicko is, if you know what I mean. Dicko's got the acceleration mm. as well. Yeah. Wolves have really lacked that kind of killer pace, haven't they, up front mm. in the last few I weeks? I think it's no coincidence that we had, we weren't caught offside at all in, mm. the, th- um, in the whole game. Mm. Like, cause we just didn't have any penetration. We didn't have any speed going in behind. Obviously, it's good in a way that we didn't get caught offside at all. But at the same time, it does sort of yeah. show that we didn't get anywhere near, um, you know, stretching the back line. I think both things, what we've said there, um, in terms of Dicko's pace and Jack Price in the centre midfield, we've picked up on a few times in the last yeah. month or so. And it shows how much we did miss it when it wasn't there. I mean, Dicko himself is, you know, he's obviously our main goal scoring threat. But I think the See, things I've heard about Price is he's... Is exactly what we want him to do. Yeah. We feel up the space from McDonald, which means McDonald can get back to his not quite his normal self, but he's getting there again. I think yeah. the price alongside him. So See, calm the thing, on the ball. The thing it? is, I don't think that Dicko is necessarily the main goal scoring threat. I think he provides a goal scoring threat, but I think his pace and the way he runs and where he runs mean that this, there's more of a chance for other people to become said threat. So Freeze more space for them. Yeah. Right, Sacco, Van Lepara, if he was coming off wide, as I said, I'd rather have seen Henry play second half, just because I thought that Henry played well. And Edwards, because the thing is, if he's, if he's driving through at pace and pulling someone to the left-hand side, if Edwards has just got a break to the right-hand side, then the defence might... Mm. Let's say, let's say Dave exactly what you call lightning but he can, he can still move and he moves well he could he hit the space uh, someone else who had a very good game I thought on Saturday was Bakary Sacco who seemed to get past three or four players as if they weren't even there um, he's someone that we've somehow got to replace in January surely because he's mm. now hitting his game just at the right time yeah when he switches it on it, it's something else um, the chance he had in the first half where he hit the post I think before that he beat about four men mm. guy tried to come in I mean he should have squared it don't I, get me wrong I, I think he played I know this is something stupid maybe it's just something that I've noticed randomly 
I felt like he was playing with his head down and looking at the ball a lot on Saturday. Mm. Now, I'm not sure if there was a particular reason for that, or I've just never noticed it, but he didn't... I don't think he quite went into Sako's superhero mode, but he, st- he definitely went into, I'm going to do this myself at certain points. Yeah, it was a, it was a bit mm. one-man show at times. Um, maybe there's a reason behind that. Maybe, I, I'm not saying this is true, maybe he looked at the team and thought, well, we're not performing here. I've got to do something on my own. Yeah. Ignore everyone else. Let's just see what I can do. Maybe get everyone's spirits up and then we go together again. Potentially so. I think that Dico is a big factor for Sako mm. as well. I think that they play well together and the French connection. Is that going to change that? Because it's it's Marley, the Marley men or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that doesn't stick. Bring back 1990s tag team from WF. (laughs) (laughs) This summer. (laughs) Two men. Um, Dave cannot do an announcer voice. Another controversial moment, of course, was uh, Dicko's penalty appeal, which was uh, reversed by the linesman. Uh, Was it a penalty, Luke Thompson? Um, hang on, hang on. Let's just get some oxygen back into the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a difficult one. Um, it's certainly not a dive, and it's a million percent not a yellow card. I mean, Dicko's got the choice. He he either well, he didn't jump out the way, but he even moves, or he gets his shins taken off by the goalkeeper. Now I think I know what decision I'd make, and I'd get out the way of the goalkeeper trying to swing his right boot. At my left shin, so how the, how the lines was come to the conclusion that he's dived and it's a yellow card. Um, is it a penalty? I mean, the goalkeeper's movements forced him to go to ground. You know, you, you see them given in the middle of the park. You know, the, the intent was there. I mean, he hasn't maliciously gone to fell Dico, but he has stopped Dico's m- movement and momentum. So I think if it's in the middle of the park and the central midfielder does it on another central midfielder, you'll see a free kick given. So why the difference in the in in, in the eighteen yard box? I'm not saying it should have been awarded as a penalty, but I can see why the ref would have given it as a penalty and, and why we feel hard done by that it wasn't. But on the other hand, I think the linesman's got it completely wrong by um by by booking him for diving. If anything, you just give a free kick to the defending team. Good analysis. Regan. If Dicko had not tried to look like he was doing the Tom Daly impression, I think he might have got the penalty. He did be... he appeal for the penalty? Yes. I think he did. I don't think I he did. I don't remember, to be honest. I don't think he did. It's one of them. If that had been us, I would have been very disappointed if it had been given. It's but, for, but for me, for that's me... a goalkeeper being clumsy. And also, I think... Hang on a sec. <laughs> for me, <laughs> for me, if he'd uh, not knocked the ball so far past the keeper as well, because he had completely he lost knocked, control of the ball, he did knock it out of play, didn't he? He won't have got the penalty as well. I, I sit in the South Bank and it was right in line with me. As soon as I saw it, I thought he's gone down very easily there. Um, and I thought, I didn't think he dived, but I did think. You could have possibly stayed on your feet. Mm. Saying that, the ref's got to have a lot of faith in that linesman to not only just say it wasn't a penalty, but to say simulated any form of contact and book him. Is I know the the thing is there was definitely contact, but it's whether or not he jumped into him. Yeah, I'm I'm probably of the view that it wasn't a penalty, but it 
I wasn't a dive either. I think I it's think very much like when that might be me just sitting on the Gareth, fence, ba- Gareth Bale got the criticism that he was supposedly diving. It was I was taking action to mm. prevent mm. myself getting my legs broke, etc. Mm. Personally, I think he made a little bit much of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we need to give credit to the Brighton goalkeeper because he made some absolutely fantastic mm. saves? Yes, yeah, we, we, yes, I think so, <laughs> a certain somebody does. Yeah. Did he give the team talk? Yes, I think he just put a picture up of me. I'm going to prove him because especially especially Bolly near the end of the first half, was it not? It was a yeah. that would have been a great goal if that had gone in, but it was a fantastic reaction save. It was a great save. It was a great reaction. He was great, so I don't think Stockdale's a bad goalie. I got to go. I got clutch down into reverse. I was tipped for England, and he's playing in Brighton team who aren't particularly good. That's I would personally say, and I said this before. I think this is more based on my reaction at the time. Was I think that he hit it kind of straight at the keeper? I've seen it again now. I'd maybe say that. He could have probably hit it. I know, for me, it's a weird one because he hits it with his side foot. He got enough time to lace that. Mm. Maybe he wouldn't have saved it if he laced it. But at the same point, I think you've got to try and pull it in a corner, not hit straight into I, the middle. I think when it's a volley from Sacco, you've just got to be grateful that it's hit the target. Because he did literally hit it to out the, of the ground. Out of the ground. Yeah. Quite <laughs> the opposite corner of the ground. Um, which is probably one of his worst of, of all the misses. <laughs> He's had him much time. Rob, you were going to say something about that? Yeah, I was going to pick on the side. I think he did well to get it on target in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. It's Sacco, yeah. Uh, Wolves did get their rewards in the end. Danny Bart got the equaliser from a corner. Do you think I'll go to the team talk on that one? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know we gave him some criticism last week. Does that criticism still stand? Did, did yes. we? I believe we gave some con- constructive criticism last week. Did we? Yes, one, we did. One swallow doesn't make a summer, David. <laughs> no, but it makes a good. It makes a good noise out. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to say. Oh, please leave that in. Richard's got his stat book. Yeah, I went on who scored earlier. Are you a doctor? Um, yeah, he only made sixty um, of his passes, which is. Pretty poor. I mean, Stearman made what eighty six. If that gives you some indication, comparison, yeah, how much better Stearman um, is to both. Yeah. So oh. no, I, I think he was poor, as um, Regan said. He, you could argue, he was the one out of position for the goal, um, and he kept losing Bent a lot of the time. And so he you couldn't cope balls. with the pace of Bent yeah. in the first half, especially once they had the man sent off. Wolves just shut up shop in defence. Mm. So um, obviously, after the draw, uh, Sam Hippie has lost his job. Another manager that's lost their they job were singing, they were, not they getting were, against us. They, they were singing that Sammy Hoopy is getting the sack. Mm. Mm. They had a big bedsheet banner, didn't they? Mm. I didn't see it. Which didn't put, they did have <laughs> a massive bedsheet banner. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't see it. Which a part of me felt it was a bit, especially after that result, was a bit uncalled for in some ways. I thought, okay, you, you, you've two minutes away from probably winning a, a really good game. but I don't, oh, it's what, like, what, This is what annoys me with, with, with modern football sometimes. Brighton really need to get back in in their footballing lane. Yeah. They've had three good seasons. Come on. Where, where was you in 2002? Now, no model. That's probably a season that there was in the Championship. Yeah. I think but, it, I think but, it was, actually. <laughs> it probably was. But majority of my watching football mm. lifetime, Brighton have been a League One, League yeah. Two team. You know, you've had, you've had three decent seasons, Brighton, you know, I think you may have just. What he's basically saying is get back in your box. There. Basically, basically, you know, who, you know, it's not like they're a massive club. You know, fair but, enough that they had whatever happened to the stadium, but they used to get about nine, ten thousand. Fair, and and their attendances have soon dipped this yeah. season. Now them doing a bit poor. So 
I'm not having that. And I think Hippia has the potential to be a very good manager. So I just I've got no sympathy for Some, him, some managers just aren't made it for English football straight mm. away, which is surprising when you consider that the extensive English football background that Sammy Hippia has. Mm. But as the Baron said last week, I don't think he had a particularly productive he had a good six months at Leverkusen and yeah. then massively dropped. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Hupia end up at Liverpool as some sort of coach or. Well, he probably needs to do that, doesn't he? Because he's still young guys and he. Mm. As a big far job. As, yeah, as far as I'm aware, he hasn't really had much coaching experience. I'm still annoyed then. that he turned us down to go and play in Germany. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking karma. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did uh, for those who went to the game, did, did they see, see in the last few seconds when Sacco was fouled by Halford? Yeah. How Sacco proper gave Halford a clip round the ear, so, so that I thought he was going to. Yes, I thought he might get sent off as well. That's the first time he's. It is. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the first time he's played at Molyneux yeah. since we sold him. Did he get abused? Yes, only yeah, a little bit. The, only the thing is, the, uh, I think people. I think he was that. Rarely seen at Molyneux, people actually forgot what he looked like <laughs> or who he was. I keep, I keep, I've noticed in the last couple of times you sort of stumble forward and I just drop and give you, a, let you know. You so basically, basically, you basically what we're saying is I do all the work and then you show up with a flash word. <laughs> yeah, you like, you like, yeah. Rich is like Regan's ghostwriter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine the book? <laughs> anyway, Regan's <laughs> rituals forward by Richard. <laughs> they were singing this club's too big for you. I quite like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, all in all, then um, a draw against Brighton. We didn't lose. I think we got a point. We didn't result. go. We didn't go. Bad result. Bad result. It's two points. Bro. Still two. He's still two games from the sack. Two, I, three games from the sack. I think it, 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 even eleven v eleven, we need to be putting teams like Brighton mm. to bed. Mm. We've had they've been performing this season. So when you're playing, when did he get sent off? Was it 55, 58 minutes? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you're playing half an hour, when you're playing thirty, thirty-five minutes, ten v eleven against a team that are struggling for confidence, albeit we're you know struggling for confidence, we're at home as well. We, re- we really should be putting that result to bed like Bournemouth did when they came to us and we went down yeah. to 10. Why We should have been doing exactly the same. So for me, it's a terrible result. We're now seven points off the playoffs. We lose to Watford, who are in sixth on Boxing Day. They got 10 in front of us, and I think that's any aspirations we've got to make in the playoffs, dashed. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Christmas spirit. <laughs> and I'm honest, it's not very often I say it is. Completely agree Ooh. Can also na- bad Christmas over this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we haven't been good enough. We should have won that. They've been awful for ages. Now we've been awful as well. But we won one, and we, they were down. As Luke says, they were down to a t- ten players for the second. Sorry, for a third of the game. Got to do more. Mm. It's a recur- uh, what I'm going to say has been a bit of a recurring theme on the fancast for the last few weeks. But do you think Jackie got his tactics wrong again at the start of the game? Because uh, don't get me wrong. The scene we were playing had been working well, but as soon as the second half came about, we seemed to change the game completely, putting Price and Dicko on. No. I don't think Dicko got a full game in him. Mm. And personally, didn't see, I haven't seen enough, really, of the Sheffield Wednesday game to, to comment extensively what went on at Sheffield Wednesday. But the last game that we, play, uh, we played at home, Brighton, sorry, at Bournemouth, mm. we played very well against a team that is now top of the league and beating teams comfortably. Personally... For he had every reason to go with that tactic. Would like to. Have, I still don't like these centre halves, four centre halves in defence business. Mm. Now, admittedly, I offer could be more of a right back based on previous exposure to that position in the under twenty ones team. But I do think that the four two three one is their bread and butter. But I still think that there is place for the four four 
because yeah. it's not a four four two for me. No, we're, we're, at, we're at Christmas. We're tenth in the table. Start it's the Christmas season. time. Start the season. We said that we'd be happy with my table. On reflection, is anyone really that fussed that we're the tenth or miffed on? Yes. I am. Can I need to explain this because I tried to explain it last week. Well, I didn't put explain that on hold well. Let Luke explain why. Firstly, are you miffed? Slightly miffed off at tenth? Yeah, um, because we we put ourselves in a great position. To really build and, and have a positive season, and for whatever reason we've we've just imploded, and now we've made it not impossible, but we've had ourselves a hell of a lot to do to end up with a positive season. Now I realise where we was last season and where we've come from. So you know I'm I'm not one of these. I didn't get carried away with the start that we've had, mm. but because of such a positive start, it's a great platform to then build on. I think where we've been let down is our starting eleven has the quality to be top six, but beyond that, that's where we're struggling, and that's why we are where we are now because we just haven't got the strength in depth. Mm. And I firmly believe any team is only as good as their bench, and our bench has, isn't good enough at no. times this season. It's a, it's, a, it's a young squad; it's lacking a few heads. Now we've come off, shall we say, in the last. Seven games, five draw, five losses, one draw, one win. So that t- if you go back to that's seven. So if you go back to fifteen games, we've accrued in since fifteen mm. the fifteenth game of the season, we've accrued four points. So if I'd have said to you eight games, seven sorry, eight wins, seven draws, seven losses, as an average, that's not too bad. Mm. Really, that's kind of where we'd have expected to be. But the problem is when you take into account that we've recently. Had such a bad run of form that we've only picked up four points. On I seven think the games. problem is we just peaked too early. Again, if we if we had had just an average start the season when mm. we, we were tenth, then if, and, and still I'm I'm quite I'm quite I'm quite happy with it. So. If this yeah. if this had been us ticking along, mm. it's okay. It's the fact that we've picked up four games. Yeah, it's the yeah. four points. Yeah, yeah. It's the peak. Right. Yeah. I, we're talking about this, but I don't think there's many teams in the championship that have played particularly well mm. it's such a strange league this year I mean if you look at the top six now Derby are about fifth they're a top not so long ago are they going to be happy with being fifth probably not mm. really no, there's no one who's really looked absolutely quality there's only going to be one or two teams there in that league who are going to be pretty pleased about where they are that's probably Bournemouth and Brentford and Derby and, have, and what, have, have tr- dipped off since yeah, they beat us mm, 5-0 there's, there's, <laughs> no, there's no one who's managed to get a really good win together, uh, run together sorry, and stand out like they have done in previous seasons so it's such an open league I don't think we can be too disappointed because it could still go absolutely anyway although well, I think Brentford at the moment are potentially that team who are making that run yeah. surprising what we, what, everyone what yeah. we've yeah. got to think now is Brentford got promoted and they were what, nine points behind us mm. So have they invested that much better than we so, have? Uh, and if, if Brentford can do it, why can't Wolves? And you know, I, I think if, uh, come forty-six games, if we finish tenth, but for the last three, four weeks of the season, we're still within touching distance of the playoffs. Then I think you can sit back and say, well, actually, it wasn't a bad season. But if we finish tenth, and from January we've always been ten, twelve, fourteen mm. points off the playoffs, then I don't see that as a a good season at all. So. It's weird because you can finish 10th and look back and still feel quite positive about it. Or you can finish 10th and think, well, that was a pretty crap season. You know, if we was in the bottom three, bottom six for the majority of the season, then went on a run towards the last eight games and we finished 10th. Is that a good season? 
not really because you spent the majority of it sweating. Are you going to get relegated or not? So it's 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 strange, yeah. you know. Like you can see why people are quite content that we're in tenth, but I'd like to think that there's an argument for why I'm not content that we're where we are at the moment. It's a weird league. I mean, if you look at it, two of the two of the relegated um, teams from the Premier League yeah. are below us, as far as I'm aware. Or is it all three? No, Norwich are above us. I'm a bit disappointed Brentford are above us. But at the same point, if you look where... Well, they're doing fantastic. But if you, if you look back to where we've gone poor, D, I, C, K, O. Yeah. Mm. I think we've talked about that for weeks. Poor, we've... poor mm. forward planning, literally. Mm. But it's like, you, know, Brent... you see what I did there. <laughs> yeah. Brentford are nine points in front of us. So that's an 18-point swing from the end of last season. Mm. That's massive, really, when you think of it that way. 18 points. You need like a massive. big swing on return. Are you into swinging, Dave? I'll, just, I'll get my keys and put them in the ball rig and you tell me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, so after Christmas, Wolves got a couple of games against Watford on Boxing Day and Brentford at home. We're trying to exact some uh, revenge in that 4 0 drubbing, but we'll just concentrate on Watford at the minute. Uh, away on Boxing Day on the telly. Mm. So we're going to lose, aren't we? Yeah, Horrendously. Yeah. Uh, their recent form, they haven't lost in three. Uh, they're sixth in the table. Um, their last result, they won 1-0 away to Steve Clark's Reading. You know, you know Troy Dean, he's going to score as well. Don't well you? They, they beat Reading, didn't they? Yeah, they won 1-0. Oh, I thought you said last time. Oh, yeah. um, obviously, Troy, Troy Dean, top scorer with 90. Didn't you say something about Troy Dean at the start of the season, Luke? Well, I'll look at what that was. I think said he was yeah. Whoa, you just ruined no, my no, great no. joke. What? <laughs> you just talked all over my great joke. <laughs> what I look like in... <laughs> um, I'm sure I said that we should I, go I think you said that the statement of intent over Troy Dean yeah. I think we all laughed <laughs> I thought we said he, I don't think we could afford about him 13 mi- I'm sure he's rated about 8 or 13 million because mm. it's lost McCormack I mean I, I don't think he's rated that much but. still going back to two seasons that game that me and Regan attended together when we went to Watford on that Friday night oh god the football that they play I think they're one of the best teams in the in the division, personally. Mm. Wasn't that under Zola at the time? Though, yeah, but I, I still think they play really good football. I watched them against Fulham, and yeah, okay, Fulham may not be any great shape, but it was a bloom away, and I've, I've got a feeling they're going to do the same to us. They might not beat us 5 0 or 5 1, whatever they beat Fulham, but I, I, think, I think they're going to play us off the park. I don't. The thing is, I think people could have said that about Brentford, uh, sorry, Bournemouth, and I think we were comfortably the better team. Yeah, but I think that's because we were home. Exactly. Home home away from home. Um, I forgot that it was away. What I mean, for since the start of the season? They've had four head coaches in 37 days, yet they're still in the top six. It must be very surreal at, t- at that time being a Watford fan, knowing that literally every few days he would have run. He was a Watford player, though. That must be even worse. Yeah. It was a weird one, though, because I mean, obviously no one could have foreseen the health problems that Oscar Garcia mm. has. Mm. That, was it Billy McKinley or someone? I know, yeah. Billy McCoy. It's Billy someone. Yeah. I mean, he just... I think they, Billy Bass. I think they just made the mistake of just going, yeah, we're going to give it to him, and then realised, yeah, this might not be. But he was like, he only had two games and didn't he win both of them? (laughs) Yeah, you can. This isn't good enough, it's (laughs) like six. You can be a winner, but at the same point, you can also be um, possibly not the right person. Uh, Who else is in the Watford team that we should be. Corradio Gomez in goal. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say he's had a fall from grace. Of Tottenham fame. Yeah. 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 Or Pierce Fever. Does he still wear the tracksuit bottoms? I don't think he no, sure. that was Karai, wasn't it? No, but he, he, he still wore a tracksuit, especially when Pearson. Maybe just because it was cold on Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. One, one, one player who, who really um, impresses me every time I watch him is Anya. 
Yeah. yeah. The, the, the Scottish lad. Yeah. Yeah. How is he really Scottish? Oh, God knows. And oh, was oh, the guy who scored against yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who's that guy? What's his name? Abdi Vidra. Yes. Abdi. Yeah. yeah he's Brilliant. Was it like the Albion yeah. last season? Yeah. No, no, no Vidra. Vidra. Vidra's at the Albion. Vidra, sorry. Yeah. Abdi, yeah. some player as well. They've got some really good mm. technical footballers yeah, there. Yeah, we've got a couple of really sort of short, you say yeah. little technical, mm. annoyingly good players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got um, Sebastian Bassong as well. Former Wolves fame. Does Lloyd Doyle still play for him? He's I got believe to. he's on still on the books. I he's did have a quick look earlier. <laughs> <laughs> We've still got, got Lloyd Doyle. We're doing our research now. Let's have a research report. Have they still got half the Italian? Beating? Yeah, they do. Yeah, number twelve. Right. They still got <laughs> yeah. the uh, link with Udinese. Yeah, they're yeah, owned by yeah. the uh, same family. Um, so just apparently, Udinese had one of the biggest skating networks in the world at one point. It's behind Sevilla and Football Manager. <laughs> you said this before. Sevilla. Will there be a day when that? Uh, stat doesn't get mentioned on yes, the show. Yes, last week. That was it. <laughs> I I still, I, I, I'm kind of hoping that the severe fact is true because I've taken it as gospel. But still, <laughs> but still, football manager. We haven't mentioned football manager much apart yeah. from your little brief. Apart from early in the episode. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, but trust me, for us, that's yeah. not much. Forest Gear is a decent player. That's the yeah. one I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got seven, seven or eight Quite really good players, decent players. So it's quite a we're playing for them as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I say that I'm looking at the squad list now. I say that. <laughs> is he? Yes, he definitely is. I'm reading it. Pele on the box as well, I think. Yeah, cool. yeah, they are. yeah. <laughs> uh, What lineup should Wolves. Oh, hang on. Riga's dying you. <coughs> I think he's swallowed one. Yeah. <laughs> um, what it. team lineup should Wolves go for? Answer. I think uh, the team that finished the game against Brighton. I think. With Price and Dicker. Got to be careful with a game two games. Two days later, which is frankly ridiculous that we have to play f- less than forty-eight hours afterwards. I don't know how they've managed to get. Um, I thought that was against the rules of FIFA. Yeah, it should. It's supposed to be forty-eight. Yeah, is, forty-eight hours. Because we're playing it. Right, we've just discovered more corruption at FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's going to be forty-six hours, isn't it? Would be pretty. Would be forty-four from. It would be forty-four four times. Yeah. yeah. Which is frankly ridiculous. Um, but seeing as we're against. Well, there's Jackie's excuse lined up. Yeah. We lose to Brentford. Um. I think you've got to start price, haven't you? Are you getting upset um, with Jackie? No, it, okay, not maybe not Jackie, but just Wolves in general. There's always an excuse, isn't there? Some player will come out, Dave Edwards or something. So the team then, let's go back to the team on, uh, for for Watford and on Boxing Day when we've all uh, had our food and drink and. How long's Garbord out for? Oh, uh, Scott still, I'm sure he's still out. Mm. Good old Scotty. Um, do you want to start that team then at New Brighton or change it up a bit? Keep me up front, you know. <laughs> you got to bring him up. Remember when Man City put David James up front? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the, the thing is, though, it was obviously planned because they had a James number one yeah. shirt. <laughs> Stuart, Stuart Pierce, tactical genius. <laughs> uh, Rob, what would you go for on Saturday? Yeah, I'd probably stick with the uh, the final team that finished on Saturday. Yeah. They, they they ended well on Saturday and they seemed to look good together. And uh, the main threat were the two players that came on. They looked the best mm. players we had, Bart Sacco. So yeah. I guess we've got to put into the account that there's going to be rotation, so it might be a completely different team. I think go. he's more likely to rest the team for the, the home game. Not rest, but to uh, go for the slightly weaker team yeah. at home yeah. game. Because some people are going to be tired anyway, so if, he, if you get what I'm saying. Okay, should we go for, as we're all still playing with our toys, let's... Uh, <laughs> I haven't stopped, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, let's go for predictions then on Saturday. Luke Regan, score win. You mean their predictions for Friday? 
Or Friday. But it, when it gets to Christmas, the day's moving. <laughs> yeah. Alright. I would take a score draw. Score draw, okay. Luke Thompson, honest prediction. I'd be over the moon with a draw, but I've got a feeling. It hurts me to say this, I don't think I've ever predicted Wolves lose, haven't I? Uh, Watford 3, Wolves 1. Ooh. Rob Fletcher. Yeah, I'll go score draw as well. Score draw and Richard. 2 0 Watford. 2 0. You miserable geese. You didn't even give us a goal. (laughs) As it's the uh, kind of Christmas special, I thought it was only right that we put a game on for everyone to play. (gasps) I can't even remember what it is. It isn't Billy Wright or Billy Wright. No, but I can't even remember what the the theme tune was from The Price is Right. No, that's not even it. Are you just just doing Bewitch songs now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a great cartoon that was. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah. Regan, you should have been there in the car on the way to the football. Oh, yeah. Sailor V came on, we were having a rave in the car. <laughs> Honestly. Have you got prizes? Um, I've got the prize, the satisfaction that you know you'd won. Just we'll just have one of these prizes. <laughs> so we're going to play our game this week. Whichever which is, one's marked to David. <laughs> we're going to play our game this week, which is obviously named by Richard last week. The Jack Price is right, everyone. Strong name, strong name. Strong, strong name. beers, strong, strong beers. Strong name indeed. So let's play the Jack Price right. And who better to introduce, introduce this game than the man himself? Hi, I'm Wolves Midfield, the Jack Price. Now it's time for my favourite game, the Jack Price is right. Yes! 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 You beauty! Oh, <laughs> my Christmas! Oh my God! <laughs> that's that's mid- was that a video yeah. or just in audio format? That's just in audio format. Can you play it again? <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. So for the benefit of everyone at home. Hi, I'm Wolves Midfield, the Jack Price. Now it's time for my favourite game. The Jack Price is right. I think he's though, he actually sounds like he really likes yeah. it. How many takes oh did that God. take? I've no idea, but thank you to Jack and the good people at Wolves for convincing Jack to do that for us. Uh, so, we're going to play the Jack Price is right. Now, rather than the usual concept of higher and lower and higher and lower, sort of that, basically what I've done is I've scoured the internet for different Jack Prices. You've got to tell me the Jack Price I'm telling you is Jack Price or isn't Jack Price. Obviously, the price is right or the price is wrong. Uh, so let's have the usual teams, the two Lukes, up against the team of... The two R's. The two R's yeah. or... Yeah. Two R's, two R's. Because Robin last time was a fantastic name. Robin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Richard? The Rob Hob. We'll get Richard. Rob Hob. Rob Hob. Rob Hob. Rob Hob. Yeah, that's Rob Hob. Rob Hob. Right, okay. So obviously... So I've got a few... So play along at home. Price is right, price is wrong. I'm just trying to keep score in my I've just tweeted Jack Price. You beautiful man. <laughs> right, the first one. Here we go. You can confer, but I will push you for a Price is Right or Price is Wrong answer. So the first one. Uh, Jack Price made a film which was part of a Greenpeace campaign called The Last Fisherman. The Price is Right or The Price is Wrong. Is that an actual Jack Price? No. Oh, I thought you meant like the Jack No, it's, like not, no, it's, Jack not, Price? it's not our Jack Price. These are random Jack Ages. Prices throughout the world. Right. Are these <laughs> actual Jack Prices? You know what I'm right? looking forward to? Finding out which ones are... Rubbish and figuring out how the hell you came up with them. <laughs> and don't go on Google. Nah. Don't go on Google. <laughs> <laughs> so the Jack Price is right, the Jack what well, the price is right, the price is wrong. Team Rob Hobb. What are you gonna go for? Oh. Uh, made a film which is part yeah, of the Green Page campaign called The Last Fisherman. Um The Price is Right. The Price is Right. Mm. 
the, pro- the price is right. Mm. The price is right. Oh. That one. That one was a bit too great specific. Film, great yeah. film. <laughs> so the next one. Epic um, Doc Bantz. <laughs> Jack Price is a registered celebrity accountant in Suffolk. So Jack mm. Price is a registered celebrity accountant in Suffolk. The two obscure to be wrong. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the two Luke's firstly. The Jack Price is wrong. Jack Price is wrong. Well, we'll go right. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, be interesting. Be wrong. Yeah. The next one will be wrong. It is the Jack Price is wrong. Yes. <laughs> so it's a two one to the two Luke's. Um, Jack Price is the current president of Coca Cola. Jack Price is the current president of Coca Cola. The Jack Price is right or the Jack Price is wrong. Play along at home. The uh, Price is right. Price just wrong. Why do you tweet to Jack Price on at Jack Eight to tell him you're playing this game? <laughs> 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 he has no Jack, idea what's going on. Do you know anyone coming? <laughs> um, I'll go back to uh, Team Rob Hob. The Jack Price is wrong. It is the Jack Price is wrong. I knew that. No, have you got any? No, actually, I knew that anyway. Yes, I did know that. So, uh, still. I I got a Wikipedia Coke about two days ago. (laughs) Uh, Right, the next Jack Price is a scientist looking into stem cell research. Jack Price is a scientist looking into stem cell research. The Jack Price is right. Jack Price is right. No pressure, boys. I'm looking at. So, I'm going to know this as well. (laughs) It is 50 50, Um, so. (laughs) Can we find a friend? Can we, can we find Jack Price? Price. <laughs> the right one. You should have you should have set this up so we could have found him. Well, just so fun. <laughs> so what are you going to um, go for? What did you say? Oh, we, can't, we, can't, we can't tell you that now. Should we go wrong? Yeah, go wrong. Yeah, we'll go yeah. Jack Price is wrong. Well, the Jack Price is right. Yes. Oh. So the Luke's lead by two. Any questions? 3-1. Still a uh, few more left to go. Okay. Yeah. Good so the next one. Uh, Jack Price is also a footballer that plays for Queen of the South. Jack Price is also a footballer that plays for Queen of the South. So one of the few football team names that feature in the Bible. There you go. Well, that's a fact. That is an amazing biblical fact, that is. <laughs> don't know about Jack Price, all don't know the about biblical the Bible. Facts. <laughs> 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 so biblical facts. I'll uh, just see you for the rest of the episode in quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it's your turn to go first as well. Actually, it's your turn to go no, first. That's not, we just went first on the last one. Oh, Rob Hoff, go on. Uh, wrong. The Jack Price is wrong. It is the Jack Price is wrong. Um, what team does he, does he, what team does he play for? He doesn't. Wolves. Mortar. Um, Green. Uh, it's Lillelli, I think. Well, an Effley. That'll be why he's not a football manager. You're one eight Welsh, Dave. You should know how to pronounce that. Yeah. I'm also 132 Spanish, but I don't know. 132nd. Yeah, that's the kind of... Not 132. No, not 132. Right, so the Luke's lead by two. The next No, we lead by... So, Jack Price is a radio show host who does a programme about classical music. Who cares? We've already won. There's still time to come back. There's two left. Oh, four, oh, no, still four. more left. Still oh, more left. No. Jack Price is right. Jack Price is right. Well, if you, I've got everyone right. So far, if you've got this <laughs> wrong, I'm going right. to fight you. Let's just go the opposite and hope they're yeah, wrong. Yeah, I'll go wrong. Well, the Jack Price is right. Oh. <laughs> That's like a 90-minute penalty. Yeah, but it's a 90-minute penalty, yeah, penalty that means nothing because I've already got the first four. <laughs> you basically dinked that penalty, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Rob Hob to come back. 
Can, can, can I request an Easter quiz on the Bible? Specifically, <laughs> 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 football teams are mentioned. <laughs> right, so the next one on the Jack Price is right. Uh, we talk about it on the podcast. I'm so. just trying to think when Queen of the South is mentioned in the <laughs> Bible. <laughs> the Corinthians are another one, by the way. Um, <laughs> and Paul said to Jesus. We are back in the weekend. Which is your Queen of the South? Which is your Scottish football team? <laughs> uh, right, so we talked. No, I haven't read the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Have you not seen my lifestyle? We've talked on the podcast. I'm all about coveting ox. We talked on the podcast last season about how Jack Price is very much like a terrier on the pitch. But is there a Jack Price that is also a breeder of border terriers in West Yorkshire? I. It could be any location. Oh, he has got the location. Oh. So is that Jack Price is right? All the Jack Price is wrong. First to go first, isn't it? Um... Can you show sure? Also, there's a Jack Price that breeds terriers. Border terriers, that is. Jack Price is wrong. Uh, the, Jack Pr- the Jack Price is wrong. Nah, it's right. Because he... No, it's wrong, yeah. Well, the Jack Price is right. Told you. <laughs> 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 so there's chance for T. Rob Hobb to equal... They, they got it wrong. We got it wrong. Yeah, time. but you both got it wrong. Yeah. So we're still three, three ahead. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. Three more. Three more. This is match point. We should just send it to a tiebreak and just hope he has to find another Jack Price. Here we go. So Jack Price had a small speaking part in the 80s film Short Circuits. Jack Price character name or Jack Price real name? Jack Price real name. Was it the same actor from the first clue? Had a small speaking part in the 80s film Short Circuits. Get the guy on Oscar. The Jack Price is right. The Jack Price is right. We've almost got to say Jack Price is wrong, haven't we? Yeah, let's just go. Um, yeah, by yeah. default, we'll go wrong. Yeah. We don't know the answer, though. The Jack Price is wrong. <laughs> oh, Ooh, it's squeaky bum time. Here we no, go. it's not. Sort of. We're still equalised. Right. We've at least got one scoreboard. Yeah. 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 So 3-1. No clean sheet. No. Um, right, so the Jack Price, or Jack Price, is also a known woodcarver who's released a series of books on the subject of woodcarving, obviously. So Jack Price... Is a known carver who's released a series of books on the subject. Why don't you tweet us how you're getting on at home? Hashtag the Jack Price is right. Can you do me a favour? Could you say that again for me? No. Read it uh, no. again. No, you've got the question. The Jack Price is right. The Jack Price is right. Let's put this to bed. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> start the fight. <laughs> well, let's go to bed. Yeah, we'll go wrong. Yeah, yeah we have to. Well, the Jack Price. He's wrong. He's indeed right. <laughs> oh, he oh, gave him the eyes as well. I always do. I always do. Just flip the collar up. So the two links have won, but obviously the last one we're going to do here is Jack Price once held the world record in 2004 for the world's longest beard, and he's from he was from Alabama. Jack Price is wrong because I know the longest yeah, beard man comes from um, Switzerland, mm. but he did hold it in 2004, so it has been broken. Yeah, it's it's. Always been in Central Europe. That, that particular time. <laughs> no, technically. <laughs> I'm not specific. Technically in neutral Europe. No, Central Europe. Neutral. Still so it's, it's like Central Europe. I know, I just wanted to be funny. And you say you're the geography guru or whatever. No, no, it is Central Europe. Yeah, but I mean, Switz- no, Sweden's so got- technically neutral as well, isn't it? So... Is no, they're all neutral? technically neutral, but Swiss- Switzerland is, is the only country that's been neutral since like 1500 and something. Historical fact there yeah. for you from Regan as well. Go move on to the history. So you're saying uh, the price is wrong, chaps? I'd have gone wrong on that as yeah. well. It was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's uh, the 
the Jack Price is right. Thank you very much, everyone, for playing. And that ends our Christmas podcast, or kind of Christmas podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website, check them out at operacreative.com. We have sponsors? Yes. Since when? They built our website. Have you been getting no checks in the post? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be an awkward uh, <laughs> ending to this show. Since when? Since it's been six weeks. I can't really go. 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 <laughs> that bent these guys so How do you think I've got a new car? <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter, add to WWFC Fancast, Facebook, Walls Football Fancast, and our website for the latest blogs, wallsfancast.com. And we'll be back next week after Christmas to talk about those games against Watford and Brentford. Um... What are we doing for Christmas, chaps? Generally, just eating, eating, eating and drinking. Eating, drinking. Yeah. yeah, standard. Not yeah, having, not like having, it. not having Christmas dinner. Right. I'm not, not having turkey. I don't eat Christmas dinner. I don't like meat off a bone. Get out of my house, right? Worst kind of person <laughs> you are. You <laughs> You'll be vegetarian next. <laughs> Never gonna happen, is it? He will. He will. <laughs> now, next time, there's an in thing. He'll be a vegan from Southern California or something. <laughs> Let's get one thing straight and I'll move straight. If you're if you a vegan, you can't enjoy pizza. It's never going to happen. Oh, yeah. Lover of leg days, selfies and pizza. That's his bio Oh, can I, can, I, can I actually thank... I think his name's John Brayford. Who, the Derby player? No. I'm forgetting his name now. Hang on, bear me a second. It's a guy. He's who, obviously touched your life in some way. Yes, he, 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 John Bradley. Sorry, that's it. He appears to be my biggest fan on Twitter. Who was apparently glad I was back on the fan cast because otherwise it can be a bit dry. You. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I? Well, I'm going to go follow John. <laughs> and apparently, I'm not. Apparently, I'm sometimes right and I'm sometimes wrong, but I'm always certain. And apparently, that makes it enter- entertaining punditry. So, thank you very much, John Bradley. I've move ga- over, I've given move him- over, Gary Neville. <laughs> I've given him a follow back. Uh, Rob, is anyone you want to thank at all? Well, someone just thank God for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'll thank God. Yeah, I'll thank God. Oh, I'll give a thank you for the Bible. One. <laughs> Richard, anyone you want to thank? Apart from whoever wrote the Bible, um, not really. No. Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John? Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, and uh, I'd like to thank you for listening. See, see what I did there. Oh, sorry, you were setting listeners. Up. I'd like to thank you to Jack Price for doing the yeah. yes. Yeah. Thank you. You are my favourite person ever. Uh, so for this week and for this kind of Christmas special, it's bye from Richard. Um, have a nice Christmas, everyone. Bye from Rob. Enjoy Christmas all. Bye from Luke Thompson. Have a very, have a very <laughs> merry Christmas. Bye from Luke Regan. Eat lots, drink merry. And it's bye for me. Have a great Christmas, guys. See you next week. Done. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Score last-minute sports, concerts, or live show tickets for up to 60% off on GameTime. Simply download the app, create an account, and use code POD10 for $10 off your first purchase. That's code POD10 for $10 off. Terms apply.